Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment. This is episode 21, 10 Financial Independence Tips for Broke Millennials. Millennials, listen up, especially broke millennials. And if you were born between 1982 to 2002, you might qualify as a millennial. Depends on who you ask, really. As part of this elite group of IKEA enthusiasts, video game experts, and fancy donut connoisseurs, I think it's time we finally put an end to the stupid financial choices we keep making. Thanks to an education system that doesn't really prepare you for the real, real world, more millennials than ever are struggling with debt, financing way too expensive cars, and neglecting to save for the future. There are so many issues to address on financial independence for the millennial generation and the generations to come, but I think I'll reserve all of the details for maybe a book in the future. Right now, I'd like to address 10 money choices that any millennial can benefit from. As broke millennials, you have the advantage to learn from those older than you. So be wise and pay attention. The first tip for broke millennials to achieve financial independence, stop ignoring your budget or even start a budget. One of the least exciting choices you can make with money is budgeted. I understand. But one of the most responsible choices you can make with money is budget it. Budgeting helps you take control of your finances. The earlier in life you learn this, the more financially successful you'll be. Don't think you're the exception. Every tower of wealth is built with a budget as part of the foundation. So check out my budgeting page for free tools to help you get started. My wife and I use a Google Sheets budget that I have a video tutorial and I'll make sure to link that in the show notes so that you can see exactly how this Google Sheets budget has helped us become successful in managing our money, paying down debt, and just saving for the future. Number two, don't try to outspend other broke millennials. This idea of trying to outshine one another is a big reason why there are so many broke people and so many broke millennials. You must shift the focus from spending to saving. I challenge young people to encourage each other to save and invest for the future rather than spend and waste in the present. Surround yourself with a community of people who aren't worried about what name you're wearing or driving. Keep friends who are making wise choices with their money. Be careful to follow the money advice of those who spend their money all in one night right after they yell YOLO and say, you only live once. That's not very wise and that's not going to help you on your path to financial independence. So let me repeat, don't try to outspend other broke millennials. Number three, stop spending more than you make. I'm not against buying stuff, but I am not okay with spending money on wants before needs and having no money at the end of each month. This is why budgeting is really important because 
you can watch your spending before it happens. Before you make a purchase, consider how much money you actually have and make a smart money choice that won't leave you struggling to pay your bills. This includes how much you pay for rent, groceries, subscriptions including Amazon Prime and Netflix. Make sure your monthly expenses are much, much lower than what you make because you're going to need room to save and invest for the future. Which brings me to the next tip. Number four, don't delay investing. If you don't already know by now, you should be investing in some sort of tax advantage account. I really like Roth IRAs for any young investor. You save and invest money that you've already paid taxes on and it grows tax-free. And when you get ready to withdraw money from that account, you get to withdraw that money tax-free as well. So if you're not sure what to invest in, I keep saying this, low-cost index fund investing is a great way to start an investment portfolio. The key is to get this part of your wealth building going as early as possible. As we saw in the last episode where I talked about the importance of investing early. Historical data shows that an investor who saved $100 a month in the S&P 500, if the S&P 500 index fund existed, in any of the 40-year periods between 1928 and 2014 would have been about $973,000. This is why you get started as early as possible and stick with it for the long haul. Compound interest is a powerful phenomenon that will either work for you or work against you, and it's your choice. Number five, avoid financing a car. One of the biggest lessons I've learned with money is to pay cash. It doesn't matter if you get a really low interest rate with zero money down. My advice will always be to avoid car payments. First of all, you don't need an expensive car to get wherever you need to go. Secondly, you'll be paying so much money that you could otherwise be saving and investing for your future. Having a paid off car is awesome and I'll never go back to financing again. You will never, ever, as I say it on this podcast, ever see me have a monthly payment for a car that I'm paying interest on. It just doesn't make financial sense and for you broke millennials, really, really will hurt you in the long run. Number six, stay away from student loans. One of the greatest challenges broke millennials face is the student loan problem. I remember as I was beginning my second year of college, walking into the financial aid office with a need to figure out how to pay for the upcoming semester. I didn't know what taking student loans really meant for me long term. Let's be honest, what 18 or 19 year old do you know fully understands the scope of debt and interest rates? I still take full responsibility and thankful today that I have no student loan payment anymore. And this was all due to the debt snowball method, hard work and sacrifice. And I would like to think the education on student loans has gotten better, but statistics seems to prove otherwise with the national student loan debt continuing to increase. So for number six, stay away from student loans and just try to pay cash, go to community college, find a way where you can graduate with a four-year degree, a bachelor's degree, an associate's degree 
without taking any student loans. Number seven, avoid credit cards at least until you're 25. This tip could be a little controversial. Personally, I've stopped using credit cards altogether for about two years. We still keep my wife's credit card open, but only to use for work-related expenses. I've experienced the positives and negatives of having credit cards, and I just cannot condone the use of a credit card for any young person, no matter what. Of course, the marketing and advertising of credit cards are such big businesses, you're bound to come across a very tasty offer that you can't deny. My advice is to run. Run away from credit cards and never sign up for one. And if you feel that you absolutely have to have one, just be careful. Credit cards are dangerous and if not properly and responsibly used, they can be damaging to your goal of financial independence. Studies already show that we don't actually make good decisions until we're 25. So if you want a credit card, then maybe wait till you're 25 as you've built up wealth, gotten through college without any debt, and started your careers to introduce a credit card into your life. I have a good feeling if you wait, you'll save yourself a lot of headache and pain. Number eight, seriously consider life insurance. If you have a spouse and or children, this is a no-brainer while you're building wealth and on the way to achieving financial independence. When you have life insurance, you protect those who you love for whatever worst-case scenario may happen. Life insurance is a tool that gives you the peace of mind while you're on your path to financial independence. For millennials, I really can't recommend any product other than term life insurance. It's cheap and can hold you down while you save, invest, and accumulate more assets in your financial portfolio, at least until you become self-insured. You've built up so much wealth at the end of the term life insurance policy, you've basically insured yourself with your financial portfolio and with your assets. At that point, having other types of insurance, like umbrella insurance, will be useful, and I'll definitely be sure to do a podcast episode on the different types of insurance that you want to make sure you consider as you get older and as you're on your way to financial independence. And even if you don't have a family to support, you can always get life insurance to provide for an organization, maybe your parents, or nonprofits in the event you're no longer here. It just doesn't have to be about the spouse or children you don't have. It can also be applied for other people you care about. Number nine, keep track of your net worth. One of my favorite financial activities is to keep track of our net worth, meaning how much I have in assets, what I own, minus how much I have in liabilities, what I owe. This one thing you do can help you become more aware of your current financial situation and fix it. Seeing my net worth go from negative to positive was such a huge motivator that I believe you will enjoy doing this task of tracking your net worth as well. We use personal capital to keep track of our net worth and I highly recommend that you do too. It's a very simple online-based tool that you can use to list all your assets and liabilities to see how you're doing. 
There's also Excel and Google Sheets templates out there in case you don't like having your information in a website. I'll be sure to link to both of those tools in the show notes. Finally, the 10th tip for broke millennials on their way to financial independence, stop making excuses. With the exception of a very few, the vast majority of us broke millennials have no reason why we can't win financially. Taking a few actions early on in life will propel you towards an awesome future. You have the resources and ability to change your situation for the better. Between the internet and the library, you have every bit of information out there to be successful at no cost to you, except your time. That's all that requires. There are so many individuals who have come out of broken communities and difficult upbringings to show us all that we can achieve greatness and achieve financial independence. You need to realize that you can do this, and it starts with you believing in yourself and referring to these 10 tips that can help you. My final message to broke millennials, stop making excuses and start making progress. That'll do it for this episode of the Brother FI podcast. I hope you all have a great and purposeful week.